Hello, and welcome to the Bell Tower Hour podcast. In the first episode, we will interview Bailey Zellis, who is a Philadelphia-based artist, and to open this podcast, we will play her new track, I Don't Need a Boy to Ruin My Life. Follow her on Spotify at Bailey Zellis, and follow her on Instagram at Bailey Zellis. Zealous is a Philly-based musician who just released a new single in late August titled I Don't Need a Boy to Ruin My Life, which was self-recorded and co-produced with Finn Martel. Before that, she released her debut EP titled TV, which contained two songs, title track TV and Baby, which she did with engineer CJ Coward 
and Sam Lowe on drums. Bailey's music has been described as pop, rock, indie rock, and her listed influences are Snail Mail, Soccer Mommy, and Best Coast. All of Bailey's music is written by her and comes from a place of introspection that is unique to her and her life experience. Bailey first began playing music at age 14. She was playing guitar and writing original music at this time, which later developed into playing in bands to finally realizing herself as a solo artist, which takes us to today. So Bailey, do you think that would be a good introduction to, yeah, to your music? That's, that's a good intro. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing was that it's Finn Martell. I think you said Martell. Yeah. So Martell. Okay. Yeah. Finn Martell. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. I should have. Uh, <laughs> He'd yeah. be mad at me if I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good to uh, to clear that up because uh, he does a great job on that track. So I just wanted to start with that introduction, just to kind of like lay the groundwork for for your music because I've listened to the I've been listening to your singles like crazy and. And they're like really good and I enjoy them a lot. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Like, I don't know. It's just something like really next level. When I saw that those were your three influences, I was like, whoa, that's some, those are some really phenomenal artists. They're some of my favorite three too. Yeah, they're really great. I like, I wish I could be like them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, the new single is definitely like a nice combination of the three. I mean, I would put you in, in that company, to be honest. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> yeah. really nice. <laughs> so like um just to start from like the very beginning. So I mentioned how you played music from a very early age, like fourteen. Like what was was there anything before that, before the age of fourteen that was like really just something that, that hit you hard that was like, wow, I really want to do music? Um, I can't really remember a time in my life where I wasn't like super into music. Like even when I was like really young like four or five years old like I was like always like I wanted to be like a singer like I loved like listening to the radio and like um I would like perform like concerts in my living room for my family so it's like it was always a thing I would say like as I kind of grew up a bit I kind of realized that it wasn't very attainable but then like there's a point where I realized like I don't know, like a few years ago, like I can do music and like do it for myself. Like I don't have to do it to like get famous or like honestly, like do it for anybody else. I just like to do it for me. And then if people like it, then that's just a bonus. Um, But yeah, if I like could do anything, I would do music full time, but I'm in school and stuff. So working on that, but I'm graduating this year, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> hey, that's so cool. So am I. I was going to say I graduate in December. Yeah, I'm, I don't graduate this year, but um, in spring I graduate. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, like you're saying, I think the best thing about being like an indie artist is like you can kind of just do it as you feel. You're not tied down to anything really big. Like you have your friends. They can help you make stuff. And like you said, you just kind of put things out when you feel comfortable. And I think that's the best thing about kind of like the path that you're taking with your music because whenever you feel like it you can put out songs and when you feel like it you don't have to put out songs so it's like you just kind of have the best of both worlds yeah there's like definitely that like it's like a lot of freedom but at the same time it's like a lot of like pressure from yourself to do stuff like I'm sure there's not like a ton of people like waiting like oh like I 
Bailey has to release something this year, but like I put it on myself and I'm like, I have to release something this year. Right. Yeah. It's that added pressure that I think a lot of artists put on themselves, especially when you put something out and you just kind of want to keep on that momentum of keep on putting new material out. But uh, yeah, the new single is like really good. Like I've been listening to it a lot and uh, yeah, definitely like you can definitely hear that progression in in everything from like the, the EP. I took like a, a whole year between the first EP and that song. And like, there was like a few instances within like the past year where I was going to release something, but then I was like, no, no, like I want what I'm going to release to be like really good. And like an obvious, like kind of progression. And like, I don't know. I think it's good that I took that time because it came out like way better than it would have. I think if I like, just kept trying to put things out that weren't like completely ready. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, definitely taking that time off can help like recharge your batteries. And when you come back, you like, you're really thirsty to put out new music and stuff. So you can tell with that, with that new track. So when you were younger, um, you were, you were never really like a solo artist early on. You played in bands. Yeah. um, When I was younger, I learned to play guitar when I was like, probably like 14 or 15 um and I just like played acoustic guitar by myself but then once I turned like 16 I started doing school of rock I don't know if you guys know what that is it's like a music program but it's like it's not involved in like an actual school it's like an outside extracurricular thing so I did that and I like um I only played guitar for like a long time because I was like scared to sing So I like spent probably like a year at School of Rock only playing guitar and then they like made me sing and then they're like, wow, like what? You can sing? I thought you just play guitar. And so uh, I like stayed there for like probably like four years total. But within that time, I was like mostly like only working with other musicians. Like I never like sat down and like wrote songs by myself. Um. But yeah, I like did School of Rock. And then from that, I met um, like people that I would be in a band with for a few years. And then we would do like original music and stuff. But um, our guitarist was like the primary like songwriter. I would write the lyrics and stuff and the melodies, but he wanted to like do everything else. So um, I kind of just like for like a while, I just wrote lyrics and melodies and I didn't really write complete songs. So yeah 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 what was that um so when you're playing in bands and then going to solo like what was that dynamic like switching because like you said you only you would do certain things with the band but then you had someone else who was really kind of taking over and doing most of the uh yeah most of the creation so what was that like when you decided to go solo it was so nice (laughs) uh because like I don't know for a while being in bands was like I felt like it it's like I would put my ideas out and they would always just get rejected because I was like I don't know if this is like a factor but I was in a band with like all guys and like I Mm. wanted to like add my own flavor to it and then every time I like had an idea they're like no like we don't like that we don't like that and then like flashback to like 
flash forward to when I like put my EP out, they're like, wow, like this is so good. I didn't realize you could do this. And it's like, wow, like if you just listened to me, like maybe it would have worked out better. But yeah. um yeah, when I started doing solo music, it was like really nice because I like could do everything myself. And it was like I wasn't like asking anyone for like permission. And I wasn't like I didn't have to like collaborate with people and like make sure they like it it was like kind of everything that I liked so it was like really nice and I could like fully express myself too which was awesome yeah it's really awesome sorry that you had to go through that it's that stinks because you have yeah because you it's always hard especially like you hear all the time like being a woman in the music industry yeah there's always these there's always these barriers there's obviously that kind of behavior which is not cool and it kind of just hurts like the creative aspect because like women have great ideas too but for some reason a lot of men just don't think that yeah they don't like recognize it until like you actually do it and they're like oh what you could do that (laughs) right and all they had to do was listen from the beginning yeah exactly yeah but I also think that like men and women like I feel like there is like a lot of differences in the way that men and women like write songs not all the time but it's just like I don't know there's something different from hearing a song from like a female perspective like it's like a whole different mood and like vibe than like a super like testosterone like male like right yeah (laughs) and those songs that women write they're so important to the whole like aspect of the music industry because it just like that representation matters is we always that's a big thing about in the music industry, just like representation does matter, and you really do need those those stories to be heard and, yeah. and everything. And I also feel like a long for like a long time, and even still now, like female artists are like looked down upon. Like if you lo- listen to like a female artist, they're like, oh, like why are you listening to them? Like why don't you listen to like like Pavement or something? Like I don't right, know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, and there's just as many as. And for all the, the, the male-led bands, there's probably just as many female-led bands, but they just don't get that same opportunity or they don't get that same exposure. Yeah. I think, like, now, like, the past few years, like, a lot of female-led bands are getting way more exposure than they used to, which is, like, super nice. Yeah, so, exactly. And especially, yeah. like, those, um, those three influences that I named earlier, Snail Mail, Soccer Mommy, Best Coast, like, they don't go yeah. on tours and not sell out every single exactly. every single city. Like they're they're selling out. They're constantly putting out material. They're constantly yeah being featured on big uh, on big headline tours and stuff, which is really awesome to see. But it's also like really empowering to uh, I'm sure for you to to really like go solo and then be able to get those kinds of reactions, like as an artist and everything, to just prove kind of like your critics wrong. Just be like, yeah, I deserve to be in this space. Yeah. Yeah. And like when I like first started in bands and stuff, like the, when I was like 16, the only like female led band that like was really big was like Paramore. Right. Right. Which I I love them, but like there wasn't many other like female bands or like female solo like artists, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it's like definitely an up and coming thing the past few years. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree with that. And it's good. It's, it's good that we get, uh, 
we get more voices in the music scene. We get more, more stories. We get more bands. We get, and with that, that comes, uh, if you get like with a snail mail, with a soccer mommy, and then uh, like women who want to do music, they see that and it makes them say like, hey, they're doing it. So now I can do it. And you get that kind of like, you really get that motivation. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So um, what was like the creative process behind uh, recording the TV EP? Because I know that you did it with uh, CJ and Sam. Like that was a collaborative effort. Yeah. So I actually like started that just because like I went through like a breakup that was like really awful. And that's also the reason that like my last band ended. So I was like going through a breakup and then like I also like didn't have a band anymore. So I was like, what do I do? Like, so I kind of just like wrote um, TV and baby just to like help myself a bit. Um, But then I decided like, I wanted to like make it like a whole like project. Um, But yeah, I like wrote all those songs on like acoustic guitars and I wrote like all the bass lines and stuff. Um, And I met, um, with my friend Sam, who was also in my last band. So he, like, played the drums on the songs. Um, but he kind of, like, he, like, always is really good at, like, listening to what I want. And so I kind of, like, directed him with, like, what I wanted the drums to be like. And then um, we just recorded with CJ, who just lived in our town. And we knew him. And he has, like, his own recording studio and his, like, his little shed thing in his backyard um so yeah we just did that I wasn't really expecting much from it but once I like put it out I was like wait like I really like being like a solo artist and I don't know it was just like nice to create something that was like entirely like my thing um but yeah most of the songs just came from like me being like emotional mess and like just like playing an acoustic guitar and like writing them and like, I don't know, like a few, not a few minutes, probably like 20 minutes, but like, they're just like really fast, like express myself and like get it over with and then put it out. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, were you just basically writing the lyrics all yourself and then CJ and Sam were just kind of like behind the scenes, helping with the recording, helping with the engineering and producing and stuff like that. Yeah. So I like, I wrote all of it and I recorded all the instruments besides drums, but, um, CJ, like, I didn't really know how to record on my own. So, um, like he recorded it, like he helped me in his studio and I like did everything, but, um, and then he mixed it and he mastered it too. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So then, um, so you released TV and then when you released um, I Don't Need a Boy to Ruin My Life single, uh, that was more of a solo effort, was it? Like you self-recorded it yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is like surprising because I feel like it turned out like way better than my other songs. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like phenomenal. Like it could, you could put that up with any like huge indie rock artist. That's Yeah. And it sounds <laughs> phenomenal. But like, what was that like? Was that... um. Do you think that was a product of, of COVID? Um, definitely. Or did you want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, I, for the longest time, I would like always, whenever I recorded with my band or like my first EP, I would always go to like a studio 
and record with someone like who knows what they're doing mm-hmm. but like obviously with quarantine I could not do that um but my friend Finn who I have a few songs with and he mixed in um he mixed in like co-produced with me he was like always telling me like Bailey like you don't need to be going to these studios just like download logic and like do it yourself like it's so easy like you can do it and I was always like, no, like, I really don't understand, like, how any of that works. Like, it's so confusing. And then once, like, um, the coronavirus, like, happened, I was like, well, shit, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't go to a studio. Like, I might as well just, like, try. And then um, I just started, like, doing stuff in Logic. I got, like, the free trial, and I was just, like, doing a bunch of stuff, and then I got um like a new interface and like a nice microphone and I was like got like a whole setup going on and then I was like I'm gonna try it's probably gonna be really bad but (laughs) I'm gonna see what happens and then um yeah I kind of I liked it a lot because it gave me more room to like kind of explore like different types of sounds and stuff with like all like the presets and then I would get like plugins and stuff and like try new like synthy sounds and it was really fun and I didn't really like I don't know it kind of gave me more of a vision of what I wanted my music to sound like because it like showed me so many more like options and like sounds I could go for um but yeah that was definitely a product of quarantine um yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i love the sound of it you really hit the reverb really hard and it's almost like a dream pops uh sound like have you ever listened to mazzy star yeah that's actually yeah when i sent the songs <laughs> that i was recording over quarantine to my friend finn he was like this is like mazzy star vibes and i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing i recognized i was like yo this sounds really just like clean it sounds polished and it just sounds like it sounds like you had a huge production team behind it, but it was just you just doing it yourself and just exploring. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Because that was definitely the first thing I could notice. Like, you can tell with the TV EP, like, there was definitely that that sound. That sound was there. But then with the new song, you definitely, like, pushed it further. And the payoff yeah. was definitely worth it. Yeah, this one is, like, more, it's more, like, poppy, I would say. More, like, synth-driven. I, like, in the beginning... Like, this song originally had, like, no synth in it. And it was just, like, it kind of sounded like the TV EP. Right. Just kind of stripped back, yeah. Yeah, and then I added the synth just, like, in the background. And then I was like, wait, like, this this sounds, like, kind of cool. And then, like, we kind of just pushed it to the forefront. And it Mm -hmm. became, like, the big, kind of, I think, like, the biggest, like, aspect of the song. Like, kind of what drives it the most, so... Mm -hmm. And it changed like the whole entire vibe of it. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So with um with COVID and everything, how has the uh pandemic impacted your creativity? Like uh I know that there's a lot of like added pressure on people to try and put stuff out. Has that like has that been easy for you to be creative? Has there been like an added stress or pressure to be creative or uh definitely. Yeah. Um like I said like earlier, like I put a lot of pressure on myself even though nobody else is pressuring me I just like do it to myself but um yeah when everything happened I was like I have to be productive and I have to like do something musical and for a while I like was like pretty productive musically like I recorded like a bunch of songs 
um, for like a few months. Uh, and I like learned a lot about like the production process and stuff. And then towards the end, I just got like so like lazy and like out of it and like, oh, like when is this going to be over? Like I can't keep doing yeah. it. I was going to say, I think the uh, quarantine really took a lot out of everyone. Yeah. And it's hard to find, like, song inspiration when, like, you were literally, like, so bored with your life. (laughs) Like, you're just, like, sitting in your room and you're like, what the, like, what am I going to write a song about? Like, I'm doing nothing. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, sometimes, like, you can't even go to parks because the parks are closed or just when when everything's just getting kind of crazy, you just want to lay low and stay inside. Yeah, and I was lucky because I had, like, like a good amount of songs that I, like, wrote, like, just acoustically before everything happened. So, like, once we were in quarantine, I kind of, like, kind of just took those songs and, like, kind of worked on those and, like, produced those, like, more and, like, got more ideas for that. But I, like, couldn't, like, write many songs during the pandemic because it like I had no inspiration at all so right yeah sometimes the the world just becomes so crazy you can't really focus on that and that's another thing I remember we were talking about in our group chat uh getting ready for this for this interview that was one of the things I wanted to touch on because uh like a lot of people were putting pressure on themselves to learn like if you're not running a business by the end of the quarantine then what were you doing with yourself and just people putting these unrealistic expectations on themselves and trying to, to do a bunch of things. But that's not really how creativity works. You can't just kind of, hey, I'm in this forced state. Let me just put out a bunch of stuff. It just doesn't really work that way. It's not organic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that was definitely, yeah, I definitely felt that pressure. Um, yeah, but it sounds like at least you learned how to use, uh, was it logic? Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's a plus. Yeah, that was, like, the main thing that I got out of it. Uh, But, yeah, it was just hard because, like, all my songs are usually about, like, relationships and, like, stuff like that. Like, it's hard for me to write songs about, like, random things that, like, I don't really care about. Like, oh, like, I saw a bird flying. Like, I can't write a song about that. Like, (laughs) it just does not – it does not translate well with me, but (laughs) – yeah, so I was just, like, alone, and, like, nothing was happening. There's like, no drama in my life, so I was, like, so bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you're writing music, uh, are you a lyrics first, and then you do the music and everything, or do you do music first and then the lyrics? Because I know that was something that uh, certain artists will do first. Like, they'll come with all these lyrics written, and then they'll put music behind it, or they'll make all this music, and then they'll put it, the lyrics behind it. What's, what's your songwriting process like? Um, I usually do both at the same time. Um, I usually like when I go down to like write a song, I have to like feel like a mega like spike of inspiration. And then Mm -hmm. I'll like sit down and like with a guitar and like find like a chord progression and then like just start singing immediately over it and like find like a melody and then like maybe some words that would like fit with it. Um, But like the process is usually like, all at once yeah for sure and then um so the tv ep what was that like putting that out as opposed to like a single do you like putting out collections of songs do you like putting out singles uh what's how how do you go about doing that uh i just honestly i 
wrote a bunch of songs last year in like the springtime and then those two were like the best and I was like I'm just gonna release those two I didn't honestly I had no game plan at all like I I didn't know like how to promote myself I didn't know like how to get people to listen at all I didn't know like like if I should put out a single or if I should put out a collection I just kind of did what I wanted to do because like I was like no one's gonna care anyways (laughs) so I just did the EP um I know I I don't know it kind of depends on how I'm feeling as like whether I want to release a single or an EP for that like point in my life there is like more emotions and like more things going on so a collection of songs felt more like appropriate um but then like now with like this new single that feels like very appropriate for like how I am now like I don't yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes sense. Like you can you can get what you're saying from one song. You don't need multiple. Yeah. And it just kind of fits that narrative. It just fits your life at, at this at this moment. It makes sense because um I know a lot of artists, uh, especially nowadays, they'll just like they're either dropping individual singles, sometimes they'll put it's I've always just thought like what how you make that decision. Like, am I going to release a full-length album with 10 or 8 songs or whatever? Am I going to release an EP or am I going to put out a single or whatever? So it's it's always, I guess everyone has their own different yeah. approach for that. I think that a lot of people just go for the singles because, like, now that I, like, learn more about, like, the industry and stuff, like, people, like, listeners do not have, like, an attention span. Like, they are not going to listen to like a 10 song album if they have no idea who you are so that's like I'm probably gonna go now for like singles more just to kind of put myself out there
Yeah, so let's talk about your influences. Like uh, we mentioned Best Coast, we mentioned Soccer Mommy, Snail Mail, we mentioned uh, Mazzy Star. Uh, were you a fan of Mazzy Star when you started writing and everything? Or No, I honestly like didn't listen to them until people told me that I sounded like them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was, would you say there's anything else that you're listening to that really like influences your sound? Um, yeah, I think right now I'm really like influenced by Hatchy. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's very good. She's so cool. Like I discovered her during quarantine and I was like, I want to sound like that. Like, yeah, that's, like <laughs> yeah, she's like so amazing. Um, I like definitely want to go like kind of in that direction more mm-hmm. with more of like yeah. a, like she's. She, like, makes me feel like I'm, like, in the 90s, but at the same time, it's, like, very, like, modern and, like... It's very contemporary. It's, like... Yeah. And a lot of those, like, some some snail mail songs, especially that um, a lot of soccer mommy songs, especially a lot of her new songs, because um, she just put out a new album early in the year. A lot of it's, like, wow, this could really exist in the 90s, but it sounds, like, really contemporary. It sounds, like, really new. Yeah, I it's love It's, like, that. taking that... In- yeah. Yeah, it's, like... It's kind of, like, reminds me... Soccer Mommy especially reminds me of the songs that I grew up listening to. So I think that's why I like her so much because it's like, it feels so nostalgic, but at the same time, like, so, like, current and, like, relevant. Um, So, yeah, I really like that, like, type of songwriting. I think Mm -hmm. it comes down to that. And, like, also, like, I take a lot of inspiration from, like, like, pop artists that I grew up listening to, like Taylor Swift, like... I love her songwriting. I think she's like amazing. Yeah, her new album's like really good. Yeah. Um, I actually recorded some songs over quarantine that sound like similar to that. And then she oh. put it out and I was like, oh my God, like what? She, got, she hacked into your cloud and she <laughs> yeah. got <your> inspiration. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, I don't need a boy to ruin my life. Uh, the single is much different sounding than uh, the previous EP. It's more like dream pop than than before in the sound. It's just like well produced. It's just you really sounds like that you have like your vision for what you want to put out and like with your future music. Like, was this a conscious effort or did you just kind of like mess around with uh, different plugins and stuff when you were learning Logic? It was honestly just me messing around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like adding different like tones and like I said before like the synth really like made it the sound that it is um, but yeah I also like I worked with my friend Finn he like mixed it and like he co-produced it with me so he, it's like a lot of his doing too like he made mm-hmm. it sound like really like wide and like full and I think that's like something that my last EP like didn't have as much um but like his production on it like really changed it a lot and he did a lot with like the vocal effects and like just made it sound very like dreamy and like Mm -hmm. everything I wanted it to so yeah do you think you'll be working with Finn in the future yeah he's like my best friend so Uh, that's awesome yeah Yeah. so we just like yeah we just like collectively work with each other like I'll go over to his house and he'll be working on songs and he's like what do you think of this like can you record a harmony here like so we kind of just like work together with each other on our Mm -hmm. own music so yeah 
That's dope. Yeah. And if anything, uh, it'll only get better as you guys sort of kind of explore those sounds and everything, because clearly the first single, or I meant the, the single you guys just put out is really good. So, you know, yeah, the sky is the limit. Sure that. <laughs> yeah. So um, just to conclude the interview, I just want, we can do a quick, uh, quick game of this or that. I'm going to give you two, two little things and you'll pick which one you like better. Okay, cool. So the first one, we're going to start off uh, the new, uh, so Best Coast and Soccer Mommy had two uh, new albums this year. Uh, which one did you like better, Best Coast or Soccer Mommy? Definitely Soccer Mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Best Coast, um, Bethany Constantino definitely had a um, a tour coming, but then quarantine happened. Oh, so then I kind of shut it down. I know. Uh, I was supposed to go to so many concerts this summer. Like literally yeah. all my favorite artists I was supposed to see and all of them were canceled. I was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, I forget who, I think Best Coast was supposed to play um, Union Transfer. Did you ever listen to um, Mannequin Pussy? They're a Philly punk band. I never listen to them, but I hear about them a lot. So I they're very should. good. Yeah, I was gonna say they were gonna. That was gonna be uh, the the co headline tour, and it was gonna be so sick. Yeah, that's awesome. And then yeah, so the next one, um, single or EP, and I guess we can put this for like for you. Like, what do you like? Um, what do you like release? How about we can do? What do you like to release? A single or an EP? A single. Yeah. What about yeah. for your favorite artists? Oh, for my favorite artist, probably an EP. Yeah, because so you just more. get more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the LP would be yes. preferred. Yeah. Preferred. <laughs> yes. So um, for you, uh, solo or collaboration? Uh, solo. Solo songwriting, collaboration, mm-hmm. production-wise. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, cats or dogs? Cats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tea or coffee? coffee rock or pop Mm, pop yeah yeah and i know both of those are so broad yeah that's talking like rock (laughs) yeah (laughs) um hot weather or cold weather hot weather yeah starting to get a little cold now yeah (laughs) i like like the in-between seasons like i can't i just hate cold weather because like you can't get away from it i know like you feel like in pain when you go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely true, especially especially in Philly. Yeah, those those weather those um those winters are brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween or Thanksgiving? Uh, Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like my fam. I don't eat meat, so like my family is just like so annoying on Thanksgiving. <laughs> right, I can only imagine. Plus, dressing up is so cool. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um tv show or movie uh tv show right do you have a favorite one that you're watching right now um honestly keeping up with kardashians <laughs> right it's so uh, funny it's so it's good so sad. it's so sad that they're coming to an end though i'm so upset <laughs> I, I, think, I, <laughs> I i would say that you're not alone in that <laughs> um book or movie uh movie yeah for sure Sometimes the book can be better, but I mean, sometimes you got to see the movie. Yeah. There's some things that movies do that books can't. True. 
Yeah, definitely. That's a hot, that's a hot take to take with some people, but I think it needs (laughs) to be said sometimes. I think it's a case by case. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fall or summer? Mm, Summer. Digital or vinyl? Oh, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one's really hard. Probably digital. It's just more accessible. More accessible. I agree. Yeah. Vinyl can definitely be expensive, but it does sound good. Yeah. And you get the (laughs) whole, the whole mood, the whole like, right. I just love like getting like the album cover and like the little inserts and like, Mm -hmm. yeah, just like read it like a book almost and just kind of like sit with it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, music festival or club show? Music festival. Right. Um, mosh pit or stage dive? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> so when so when live shows start happening, uh, there won't be any mosh pits at your show? Definitely not. <laughs> I don't think you could mosh to my song. <laughs> I don't know. Pe- people have done crazier. <laughs> um uh, horror movie or action movie? Uh, probably action. I don't really like either, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, then um, we can do like drama or uh, what's another? What's another genre of movie? Comedy. I don't even know. Comedy. Yeah, let's do drama. Yeah, then comedy or drama. Comedy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. I wasn't expecting that. I think, was that me? I think my thing just rang. Like my doorbell thing. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. We only got one more anyway. So the final one will be Instagram or Twitter. Oh, that's hard. Because like, I, Instagram's fun because you can see like pictures and stuff. But then Twitter's like, I don't have like a lot of followers. So I just say like really crazy things, which like probably (laughs) isn't good. But like entertainment wise definitely twitter but like aesthetically instagram right that's a good (laughs) yeah that was a good distinction between the two (laughs) yeah well um bailey thank you so much for uh for joining us on this this interview um everyone should definitely check out uh her her um her ep tv and uh check out the new song i don't need a boy to ruin my life uh it's a great song and i can't wait for your future releases Thank you. Yeah, always.
looking at you that leaves me nothing it's you that i'm talking at you that leaves me nothing you that i'm talking at you that leaves me nothing it's you that i'm talking at you Oh 